You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. You know what the biggest problem is with influencer marketing? Finding creators. You gotta search and scroll through thousands of them before you find them that makes sense. Not anymore. Hashtag Paid is the first matchmaking tool for brands and creators. All you gotta do is build your campaign and Hashtag Paid is gonna pair you with 10 creators who show interest in your brand. They'll even send you many pitches to help you pick your final roster. From there, you just hit the launch button. See which content creators are waiting to connect with you. Sign up at the link in the show notes. All right, welcome back everyone. I'm here again with Kelsey Burdett who runs partnerships at Hashtag Paid. This is our last in a series of episodes about creator marketing. It's been an amazing experience for me personally. I've been able to ramp up my knowledge about how the creator channel can work so well for so many brands. And hopefully it's also given you ideas and inspiration too. So one of the big things that remains for me is just really understanding the difference in some of the buzzwords out there. So sometimes, you know, people throw around words like influencers and creators and even affiliates, and it kind of all gets lumped together. So I know that Kelsey feels pretty passionately that these are actually each unique channels uh, and each has a purpose to them. So I want to go through them one by one. Let's look at examples. Let's understand the actual definition, maybe get some opinion on when to be using each of these. So Kelsey, welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk about this because I just I speak with so many brands and agencies that use these terms interchangeably. And when they're speaking with creators, influencers, affiliates themselves, it can get super confusing. So let's shed some light, hopefully get a little bit of clarity across these three terms and help make everyone's lives a little easier. Yeah, let's start with influencer. This is like Kim Kardashian, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh keystone influencer for sure. So the way that I think about influencers is actually the most broad of all of these terms that we'll cover today. So influencers mean literally any person who has influence. It's quite common for these people to be famous for things off of social media. So Kim Kardashian may actually be like the one true hybrid, (laughs) but definitely falls into the influencer category. These could be celebrities, athletes, really anybody with a social following. This could also mean, you know, the girl that you went to high school with that has developed a couple thousand followers and posts about her travels, whatever it is. It really is kind of an all-encompassing term for people with a social following. Okay, cool. Got it. So when it comes to using influencers as a strategy, because it's such a general term, really it works best with brands that are looking for kind of a general approach to influencer marketing or creator marketing, whatever you want to call it. And so I think of the majorities of the world who are just doing this so right. I actually love following majorities journey. Their approach is, you know, we've got really low cost of goods. We can ship because our products are tiny, tiny. They're little earrings, jewelry, rings, things like that. They can ship for next to nothing, and they're really trendy, which means they need products in the hands of many, many influencers in order to actually make an impact. And so what they'll do, and we actually, I interviewed their head of marketing, who is an absolute genius, by the way, and she said they activate 2,500 influencers per month on a regular cadence. 
The amount of coordination and communication, this is not for the faint of heart, but they have a team of 15 people. This is their whole job is to manage their influencer network. And so, yeah, they've really figured it out for sure. Wow. Anyone else that you think would do well here, just like broadly with influencers? Totally. So as a general rule of thumb, if your cost of developing products or your product cost is low, that's a great low risk approach for you. If you have big teams and low shipping costs and you've got the bandwidth to manage all of this, absolutely give influencers a shot. The other tip I'll recommend is that the influencer strategy tends to resonate best with the nano influencers. So Kim Kardashian, I mean, definitely there's a time and place for a sponsorship with her. Whereas most times when you look at the Majuries, the LaCroix, the Merits of the world, they're actually going for people who have a thousand followers or 1500 followers who are not actually doing this as a business. This is just their way to express themselves. And so it seems really organic and natural when, you know, every single person you follow is posting about Majuri, you're probably going to go check out Majuri. So what is really the difference between an influencer and a creator? Because I think those are the two terms that I hear used most interchangeably. And like, there is a difference, right? There is. Yes, this is the one that comes up all the time. It's not just you, Ben. Absolutely. So when I think of creators, it's akin to community building. And so these are people who have become thought leaders in a specific category or vertical. So you'll have fashion creators, you'll have mommy creators, you'll have outdoors or sports and recreation creators, like they've really niched down. And this is what they provide value to their community through. And so if you're Everly Well, if you're Native Deodorant, if you're Athletic Greens or Nude Sticks, what you're doing is not working with 10,000 influencers at once. You're picking Mm. a couple of these community builders or creators to go and share your product. You're paying for that content to get generated and posted or distributed. And then you've got essentially an authority figure preaching your message, and it tends to resonate quite well. Got it. So the difference between the influencer and the creator is like the audience and the relevance of the audience. Yeah. The relationships that you have with an influencer like a Kardashian or one of these smaller, talk about like my friend Lexi's Clean Kitchen, who talks about paleo food. They may be creating similar types of content as part of the relationship, but you're expecting different things of the audience. 100%. Okay. 100%. really clear. A great rule of thumb here is that most times influencer campaigns, right? The spray and pray, you know, a thousand influencers, they're really top of funnel focused. How do we get as many people hearing the name Majuri as humanly Mm. possible? Whereas someone like an Everly Well or like an Athletic Greens or a Nude Sticks, for example, they're looking for that authority that if you want a healthy supplement, you're going to choose Athletic Greens, for example. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. That's great. So similar types of, I mean, one may be more expensive than the other, or or maybe not. I mean, maybe creators with enough influence and audience to something specific are charging similar amounts, but that was great. What about affiliates? Because the thing that confuses me is like a creator, I mean, my understanding is like, they may be paid to create a set of content, but they may also be posting like in a gift guide. Mm. an affiliate link. Totally. Right? Totally. 
<laughs> so, all right, so what is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, this just comes up all the time. So I know you're asking questions that a lot of people really do want to hear. And the truth is the nature of an affiliate relationship can apply to both a creator or an influencer. And so you're right. There is some crossover. But when you look at the approach to having other people amplify your message, which is really all any of these are doing, affiliates are used for really two main purposes. Number one is if you have a really education-heavy product, you want to make sure that the people who are talking about your product are educated themselves. And so I think of Seed Symbiotic. They're a probiotic, prebiotic company. They're pretty big. If you have social media, you've definitely seen them. And if you look at their affiliate program, yes, they want to compensate people for generating sales from their friends, but you can't just say anything. You have to go through an extensive course mm. where you're learning about the ingredients and how they interact with the human body. You're learning the disclaimers. You're learning every in and out about the product you could possibly want so that they're essentially arming an outsourced sales team at that point. And so you earn your commission by getting educated. That's interesting. So that's number one. The other one is actually if you have a completely scalable product. And so I'm pretty sure most people listening to this podcast are familiar with Morning Brew, the yeah. newsletter. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. They're a customer of Hashtag Pades as well. And what I love about their model is that, you know, the cost to acquire another reader or subscriber to their mailing list is pretty much nothing. And so what they have is a really cool tiered model where when you refer your first friend to subscribe, you get maybe a sticker. Then you get all these increasing prizes up until the point where they're actually flying you to HQ to hang out with their team. And so what I really like about that is they're just saying, hey, anyone that wants to refer, send someone our way, we'll give you these graduating prizes. And so it's really easy and scalable for them to do that. If you have a really high cost of manufacturing or if your products are expensive to make or ship or whatever, the affiliate model might not be the best option for you, but for people like Morning Brew and Seed, they've really figured it out. Yeah. And so basically like this idea of affiliate is really, it has a place in the world of creator marketing. It could be a channel right. for posting and tracking, but it also has, I like this Seed uh, symbiotic. It has more of the roots around referrals where either everyone is eligible, like in the uh, Morning Brew example, yeah. where the cost is low or you know, you have to go through some level of training before you are qualified as an affiliate to be referring people. Exactly. And I think the last point I'll add on this front is that it creates a sense of ownership, right? If you're getting paid for making a product recommendation, you're now acting as your mini business owner where you're thinking, okay, what message is going to resonate? What were my experiences with this product? It really is scaling word of mouth marketing and compensating people for it. Whereas something like influencer marketing where you're gifting a product might not have that same draw for some people. And then with creators, not everyone is great at making content. And so that's not going to fit for everyone. And affiliates can often be a good catch-all. Yeah, I like that. Do you find that as brands are growing, right, larger brands that you all work with, like, is the creator channel and the mm -hmm. affiliate channel managed typically by the same team or same person? That is such a good question. And so the truth is when small brands branch into creator marketing as a channel, it's usually one person doing way more than just creator marketing. We're usually working with one person that's managing paid social, their SEO, generally just a marketing generalist, I guess. 
As we start to get more sophisticated, we absolutely see brands break out affiliates from creator marketing that also tends to live separately from their paid social and their content teams. Granted, these are much larger companies. But yeah, because they're such different approaches and they require different skill sets to manage, we do often see them start to spider out. Awesome. Well, Kelsey, this was great. I feel like I get it now, at least (laughs) a little bit more and some really good examples there. For me, you know, mostly on like, what's the difference between creator and influencer and and how and when to think about that. I like your your tips on, you know, thinking about your production costs and your shipping costs and, and how broad you're trying to get versus how specific. Definitely. So, thanks for coming on, Kelsey. Check out Hashtag Paid. You guys have been a great partner for us on the show. And for me, you know, I've just seen the success of so many brands this year, the last few years using creator marketing. So it's great to partner up with you guys. Yeah, it was great for me too. I had so much fun coming on talking about this stuff. I geek out over it. And so it was great to get to chat with you, Ben. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.